Yay Networks. I got to get the votes. That's why, you know, uh, the one thing that I, ha I have this strange notion, we are a democracy. Some of my Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally say, well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, 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 you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. You can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. Executive order unless you're a dictator. Executive order unless you're a dictator. You're a dictator. We're a democracy. We need consensus. Well, well, well. There you just heard it from the horse's mouth. This is the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer, and you are not. And today we're going to talk about the flurry of executive orders coming from behind that wall that's behind those 30,000. And by the way, they're increasing the troop uh, mobilization in Washington by a reported 500 people a day. 500 more soldiers going to Washington every single day. That's what they're reporting. You know, they always report low, right? Just saying. If they say 500... Maybe it's 1,500, maybe it's 5,000. I know they just called in the Illinois National Guard to deploy to D.C. What do you call a fella who legislates via orders from behind a walled encampment guarded by military? What do you call that guy? Is that a dictator. Anyway, welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. Like I said, I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. All social media restored. When you threaten to sue them, they ignore you. When you threaten to sue them again, they ignore you. When you start sending them discovery, apparently that gets their attention. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide, on Twitter at Evil Law Guide, and always on the web, gladly hosted offshore in the Republic of Tonga. Thank you, whoever you are in Tonga, at theevillawyersguide.com. That's with a www in front of it, www.evillawyersguide.com. You know, I played that and kind of remixed it a little bit. I didn't remix the... Okay, I didn't really remix it. I sort of scratch DJed it a little bit. That was Joe Biden talking... Uh, Last year, last year, that was Joe Biden saying, hey, 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 man, hey, man, you know, man, listen, man, listen, man, you dog-faced pony soldier, listen, man, you can't just legislate with executive orders. That's a dictatorship. Listen, man, you're legislating via executive orders. From by from within a walled compound surrounded by an ever-increasing military force. Listen, man, you're worse than Noriega. Listen, man, you're worse than Pol Pot. Listen, man, you're a dictator. You fake election your way into the White House, and then once you get there, or a few weeks before you do this massive military buildup as a result of a false flag flown by people who just happened to appear in all the Antifa and BLM riots earlier in the summer. Check my previous shows. Listen, man. 
you're a dictator. You may wake up in the morning half the time and not know what you are, but I'm going to tell you what you are. You're a dictator, Joe. And these executive orders, wow, are they kind of wacky. We're going to go through some of them, if I can do it without throwing up in my mouth. Joe Biden's executive orders. The evil lawyer's guide to Joe Biden's executive orders in his first week in office. Let's see. You know that disaster that's the Obamacare or the politically correct speak Affordable Care Act? Yeah, they love to throw those words in there that makes it sound like something really sweet and nice when it isn't. And your premiums that are like $900 a month. Remember when... um. Obama said, you can keep your doctor if you want your doctor. Yeah. And it all turned out to be BS. Remember that? Well, executive order redoubling, double, tripling down on the Affordable Care Act, which hasn't really worked and is going to hopefully, according to the socialist whack jobs who helped get this puppet in office, it will lead to the... um, It will lead to the demise of the American health insurance industry in its entirety. It will be gone. If you work for an insurance company, you better start training for something else. And I'm making myself clear, there will be no health insurance. And as Biden himself once said, those people can go work for homeowners insurance companies. Well, there may not be that many homeowners anymore either. Or they can work for car insurance companies. Well... We're going to get down to that, uh, what's going to happen to your cars in about two more steps. Memorandum on Protecting Women's Health at Home and Abroad, which sounds really great because who doesn't care about women and their health and, you know, I want women to be healthy and blah, blah, blah. But if you read it, it's funding for worldwide abortion clinics. Listen. I don't want my tax dollars going to abortions in America, but that's because of my religious beliefs. But even if you don't believe that, I mean, do you really want to be paying for someone's abortion in Nicaragua? Really? You Then just send them a check. You know what? If you go to Brazil and get some chick pregnant and you want to pay for her abortion, fine. But don't take it out of my tax dollars. But, you know, hey, when you have a dictator, he could do whatever he wants. And whatever he wants is whatever the people who put him in office want. And that's when we come to... Executive order on tackling the climate crisis at home and abroad. Well, that sounds really nice too. You know, they've 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 got us to believe that there's a climate crisis. I'm not really sure whether there is or not. Uh, I'm not a scientist. I'm just the evil lawyer. But you know, if there is a climate climate crisis, I'm sure we should be doing something about it. Although I seem to recall when I was a kid science teachers telling us that we may or may not be entering another ice age. So perhaps it'll just balance itself out. Anyway, you know, this whole save the planet deal, the planet's going to be fine, people. We may all die. The planet will be fine. You know, lots of worse things have happened to this planet than us, like asteroids and mass extinctions and atmosphere changes and coronal mass ejections. And uh, ask a dinosaur the next time you see one. The planet will survive. You're not trying to save the planet. We're allegedly trying to save our species, which seems to be doing okay since there's almost 8 billion of us. But the executive order on tackling the climate crisis at home and abroad, actually what it does is 
it attacks the oil industry. And while I'm not one to really defend the oil industry, we do need them. Lots of jobs. Lots and lots of jobs. You know, it's funny. Even before he signed this order, gas had already gone up by like 25%. So to get to the job that you no longer have anymore is not going to cost you 25 more percent of your money. Of course, you're not going to have the same amount of money either because he's raising the tax rate to 40%. I don't know whether we'll even get to that today. There's too many of these to do in a even my long-form 30-minute show. But suffice it to say that um, he's going to eliminate all of the American oil and gas jobs and outsource all of our oil and gas back to the Middle East because, man, we can trust those guys. We can trust those guys. They won't screw us over. They they won't all get together and, and embargo oil to the United States like they've done before. Say goodbye to that two-buck-a-gallon uh, go juice, everybody, because the Biden administration's aim is to hit $7-a-gallon gas in order to force people to stop using their cars. The unintended consequence of that is $9-a-gallon diesel. And if you think a loaf of bread is expensive now, wait until it's trucked in on $9 a gallon diesel. I'm not a financial advisor, but if I were, I'd probably be telling everyone to buy Tesla. Then again, you probably all already know that. Executive order on establishing president's control of advisors on science and technology. I can read that more slowly and then I don't have to explain it. Executive order signed by the alleged president, establishing the alleged president, (coughs) dictator, control of advisors on science and technology. You remember the fellow in China that in December said this whole cold, this cold thing is going to be really bad? And then the Chinese presidents put him in jail and then he Died of natural causes, of course, because that's what happens to people in Chinese death. This gives Biden the same power. He doesn't like what the advisors on science and technology say. They disappear. Memorandum on restoring trust in government. Oh, that sounds great, doesn't it? The word trust next to the word government. Actually, that sounds kind of like the word shit next to the word sandwich. Through scientific integrity and evidence-based policymaking. You think Facebook is bad about saying everything that's true is false news? This gives the government the ability to say that whatever they don't like is false news and silence it. Number six, six, number six, six, no, just number six. Paris Climate Agreement hands authority over the United States emissions to foreign bureaucrats. Well, you know, Trump got rid of that because it was destructive to to our autonomy as a nation. First thing he does is anything that will destroy our autonomy as a nation. Executive order on protecting public health. Well, we all know how great the government is at protecting public health. And the environment and restoring science to tackle the climate crisis. This is the one that is going in the fine print mandates teaching 
climate change, and how to effectively protest to your nine-year-olds, nine-year-old protesters. Executive order on advancing racial equity and support for the underserved communities through the federal government. This is a blank check to BLM. BLM, not, not the original BLM, which was a good thing, but the Marxists who took over the original, basically stole the original BLM and made it a force for the, oh, espousal and you're going to like this at the, at, at the muzzle of a gun Marxism that they preach. So we're going to fund them now. We're going to actually fund the people who are trying to destroy the United States and remake it as a Marxist utopia. Ask anybody who lived in Stalin's Russia how Marxist utopias work. Only 100 million of them died. I'm sure some of them are still around who could tell you. Executive order on preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. This one made a lot of news. It made a lot of news because now we have... Trans, what what am I supposed to call them? What is their pronoun? What is their proper pronoun of the day? I, I don't know. I'm just going to call them Bobs. Now we're going to have Bobs in the military, you know. And it dovetails with Nancy. I'm such a big drunk. I don't know what I'm saying half the time. Pelosi's, uh, and I'm going to do a whole show on this probably on her removal of all gender specific words from the house. It's now illegal on the house floor to say mother or father. And what are you supposed to call your mom? Like the birthalizer? I just, this, this, this level of madness, you got to think that they're just effing with us to see what they can get away with. You know, I mean, how far can they push it? And, and, you know, it's, it's, the tip went in a long time ago. We're all the way up to the balls. This is, it's insane to me, and it makes me laugh, but it also makes me cry for the country that was once the greatest thing on the entire planet and then again became the greatest thing on the entire planet. And it just doesn't look like there's any stop in this crazy train on the way all the way straight to hell. Memorandum condemning and combating racism, xenophobia, intolerance, Ah, oh, jeez. All right, you know what? Ra- Acting on racism is already illegal. Treating people differently because they're male or female is already illegal. It has been since the 60s, you know, and it's it's been enforced since the 70s. We're past it, okay? You can keep beating that drum all you want, but we're past it. Xenophobia on the other hand, is the left's term for those of us who think illegal immigration is bad. And if you want to meet somebody who really hates illegal immigration, find yourself a legal immigrant. They hate it more than the so-called white supremacists. Now that's the biggest, the war on white supremacists. There's not very many white supremacists. I hate to tell you this, but... The Klan has mostly been gone for decades after a gigantic lawsuit bankrupted them. The war on white supremacists is just, you know, we can't have a war on Donald Trump anymore because he's gone. We can't have a war on the Republicans anymore because most of them are in hiding. 
We can't have a war on drugs anymore because they're legal, especially if you live in the Pacific Northwest where they have decriminalized even meth and cocaine. We can't have a war on terrorism anymore because there aren't any terrorists. Who are we going to have a war on? What we need is a war on our own people. We need to figure out a way to get back to the, you know, the drug war was a war on our own people. And if they said you had drugs, they could take all your shit. I did like three shows on RICO and on all the laws that allow them to seize your stuff. And you may want to listen to those and you know, maybe not. I don't know. But the drug war was a war on the American people. Well, the drug war is over. The drugs won, by the way. And they, they always do. People are going to do what they're going to do, and no matter what. I mean, we learned that in Prohibition, you know, 10 years that created organized crime as we know it. So we need a new war on American people, but we need to actually target this war at traditional American family men. I know what we'll do. We'll call them all white supremacists. Executive order on reforming our incarceration system to eliminate the use of privately operated criminal detention facilities. You know, as a criminal defense attorney, this sounds terrific because the private prison industrial complex has been a real kick in the freedoms for America for a long time. So when I first read this, I had this kernel of hope. No, 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 no. No, then I went into it. What it does is... It says that from now on, all the prisons will be run by the government. It doesn't say there'll be less prisons or they won't put people in prison for stupid reasons or any, any, no, it just says that from now on, all prisons will be run by the federal government. Now, this is very different from state prisons, right? All prisons up until now, except for federal prisons, have been run by the states. Or if it's the jail, it's the county, okay? Here's the Big kick in the nuts on this. I just told you a minute ago how the government can now put you in jail for not agreeing with their, quote, health experts, or they can put you in jail for not liking illegal aliens. Well, with this prison reform, they're going to federalize all the prisons. And ask anybody who's ever done criminal defense law who, or who has ever been a criminal, the difference between federal and state prison Everybody's like, oh, state prison, that's butt rape prison, and federal prison is like a country club. Nah. No, no. You know, minimum security federal prison is not like a country club, but it's not a horrible place to be either. I've actually had some friends who have been there. State prisons have parole. Federal prisons don't. You do almost all of your time in a federal prison. As... If Trump was still president, a lot of the Antifa folks were going to find out on those 10-year sentences. Now, with this combination of executive orders, you can be imprisoned for as long as they want for what you say. Welcome to China. I think they need to start... Uh, you know what? I should have turned my ring turn. I'm going to have to fire myself. for not No, you know what? I'm going to blame my engineer for leaving his ringer on. Hey, man, why did you do that? Memorandum. Okay, remember that. Next time, remember the next time you say something that somebody doesn't like and you end up going to the federal pen and you ain't got no parole. Remember, remember. Thank you. Thanks, Biden. But Biden, of course, is the same guy who wrote the, um, the criminal justice bill that incarcerated, that mass incarcerated African-Americans. 
So, you know, he has a history of this kind of thing. It's just that now he's going after the other side because his bread is buttered on yet another side. Memorandum on Redressing Our Nations and the Federal Government's History on Discrimination. Really? Executive Order on Enabling All Qualified Americans to Serve Their Country in the Uniform of Their Choosing. Huh? This is the part two of the transgender in the military order. So if Steve decides he really is a Stephanie and he's in the military, he can wear a dress. I'm sure somewhere the actor that played Corporal Klinger on MASH is rolling over laughing his ass off in his grave. Hit me up on email if he's still alive. Executive order on protecting the federal workforce. Well, that sounds great if you're in the federal workforce. Um, but if you read the fine print, it's a $15 minimum wage for everybody. Now, the last time I made minimum wage, I think it was like four bucks an hour. You know, and I was a kid. And so four bucks an hour when you're a kid, that's like, it's a lot of freaking money. You know, it kept me in gasoline for my IROC Camaro. I'm aging myself, I know. But um, the funny thing about doubling the federal minimum wage and then imposing that upon the states is that it may go over in Portlandistan, New York, California, places where the cost of living and the cost of labor is already so high that it's not that much of a jump. You know, it's it's jump from twelve to fifteen dollars. In deplorable land where the rest of us live, it's a doubling. And when you double the wages you have to pay the guy that serves your fries, that gets passed up the chain and then passed back down in the form of your fries are now four bucks. And the irony of it is it keeps circulating around until that $15 wage actually buys you less than that $7 wage did. Because the $15 wage is also taxed at a higher rate. Executive order on economic relief related to the COVID-19 pandemic, which calls for relief but provides a grand total of zero federal dollars for it. Now, I did the math on his trillion-dollar stimulus plan, which he said was supposed to give every American $1,400. $1,400 times every American is $500-and-something billion, according to my memory and according to my math, which means I could be off anywhere between $200 and $100 billion. But it's just government money, right? It doesn't really count. It's not like it comes out of your pocket every time you pay taxes on everything. Now he's saying he's not going to give anybody any money. He just wants the just gigantically bloated federal budget to pay for all of his transgender and fake race programs. Pausing federal student loan payments. This is kind of like when the governor of, I'm sorry, the mayor of Washington, D.C. said that the National Guard was temporary. They're still there, and they're adding a reported 500 of them a day. I really doubt that number is very accurate. Pauses student loan payments, but we don't know until when. All you landlords, all you banks, I used to be a landlord. I decided to get out of that business a couple of years ago when I saw this coming down the road and sold all of my property. 
Extend eviction and foreclosure moratoriums indefinitely. All you people who don't want to pay your rent, you think that's great, right? I'm not ever going to have to pay rent again to that fascist landlord who's riding around in his Ferrari. You know, most landlords drive a pickup truck and they got four or five houses because they're trying to set themselves up for a decent retirement. But, hey, you know, to each their own, right? I know that uh, I didn't drive my Ferrari when I went to work on my rental property. I drove my pickup truck. Tomato, tomato. Here's what's going to happen to you, you little non-rent paying bastards. The bank's going to take the house. Even though the foreclosure moratorium, you honestly think the foreclosure moratorium, when it hits the big banks and starts hitting them hard, is going to work? But look at what happened the other day when uh, a bunch of us got together and started making a bunch of money on a short squeeze against the hedge funds on GME. They stepped in and stopped it because it was going to hurt the rich people. I don't consider myself a rich person. I've got some money and everything, but I'm talking about really rich people. Serious F.U. money, like multi-billionaires, not just piss-ant multi-millionaires. When it starts hitting them, you'll see a sudden release on the banks. They'll be able to foreclose. You'll be out on your ass. Of course, you hadn't paid rent in a long time, so I hope you've saved that money. Not that those dollars will be worth very much. Probably about a nickel apiece. Memorandum to extend federal support to governor's use of the National Guard. Most of those governors are sending the National Guard to D.C. at the request of our, as I call him, dictator Joe Biden. So he has signed an executive order to fund his own private army through the governor, through the Democrat governors of certain states who just also happen to be the swing states that had all the voting irregularities. But you can't talk about that anymore because cancel culture will cancel the F out of you. There's, there's a whole bunch of these that add like multiple more layers of bureaucracy to anything that has to do with the China cold. And I'm not really going to go through them because it's all I'm just going to sum them all up. It's going to make it a lot harder for people to get that vaccine that probably will kill you. And it's going to make it a lot harder for people to get testing because, well, they want us all to stay in our houses and get get used to the fact that the government is going to hand out small amounts of money and we're supposed to shut up. Executive order on promoting COVID-19 safety in domestic and international travel. That sounds really good. Sounds kind of like what Donald Trump did when he closed down uh, travel from China and a whole bunch of European nations. And, oh, but wait, there's more. Also demands paperwork to prove travelers have tested negative. Shall I read that to you again? Domestic travel is included. Paperwork demanded to prove travelers have tested negative. That is the back door for the vaccine passport or the negative test passport, and because it mentions domestic travel, that means driving across town. You never thought you would get pulled over and ask, where's the papers in the United States? Well, it's coming. The executive order has already been signed by the old guy sitting behind the wall behind the military. Executive order on ensuring an equitable pandemic response and recovery, which puts white Americans the back of the line for any pandemic relief, including vaccinations, if you're dumb enough to want one, and health care. Now, 
There's only one reason why someone would do this, and that's because they're trying to incite a race war. I don't think Americans are dumb enough to fall for it, but after watching what happened last summer, I should probably re rephrase that. I don't think older Americans are dumb enough to fall for it. And I've actually gone over this with a lot of my friends who are of different races than I am. I claim Native American, by the way, because I have a card to prove it. And we all kind of came to the agreement that all this division is being kind of ginned up by certain peoples in power and a lot of people who want to be in power. But, hey, that's just what a bunch of middle-aged, highly educated professionals sitting around talking think who are of different races who all happen to be friends and really get along well. Why would you want to listen to us? Executive order on protecting the federal workforce and requiring masks. This actually sounds like it means that all federal workers have to wear masks all the time. And it does. It also extends to all workers, visitors, or anybody engaged in anything that can be construed as federal commerce, or interstate commerce, rather. Which, taken to its nth degree, means if you walk out to get your mail, see, mail is a federal thing, you walk out to get your mail not wearing a mask, you can go to one of those new federal prisons I was talking about earlier where there is no parole. Hand job, I mean letter to His Excellency Antonio Guterres, Stopping the United States withdrawal from the insanely corrupt World Health Organization and appoints Dr. Felcher as head of the delegation to the WHO. I mean, the WHO was so far and balls deep in China that in hiding all of this. I started preaching on this show about the China cold in December. The last show of December, it's been taken down. I uh, pro, uh, uh, proselytized about it again in February and March. And the WHO was h- trying to hide it the whole time. I was telling people, go on Weibo and see what's happening in China. A bunch of people did. They were calling me like, oh, oh, what do we do now? And I'm like, yeah, well, here's what you do. So, you know, we're, we're going to get back in bed with those people and Dr. Felcher. By the way, don't Google that. Do not Google Dr. Felcher, (laughs) especially at work. Preserving and fortifying deferred action for childhood arrivals. What the? Well, if you read it, it basically hands a whole lot of money to illegals. Executive order on ensuring a lawful and accurate enumeration apportionment pursuant to the decennial census. This changes the way votes are apportioned, meaning that they're going to count illegals as citizens, and give them the vote. Proclamation on ending discriminatory bans on entry to the United States. This is aimed directly at undoing Donald Trump's ban on radical Islamist jihadis from entering America. So, we got open borders. I haven't even, and I probably am not going to get to the um, uh, destruction of Immigration Customs Enforcement, but it's in here. We got open borders. We got open borders for illegals. We got money going to illegals. We got health care going to illegals. And now we've got all that stuff going to jihadists. 
So, you know, when you get on the plane, you might want to check the vest of the person sitting next to you. Just saying, if it's lumpy, get on another plane. Uh, I said I wouldn't talk about it, but I think I will. Executive order on the revision of civil immigration enforcement policies and priorities. This wipes out enforcement of immigration laws. Wipes it out. In the fine print of another one of his EOs, which I'm not going to really go into except for the fine print, he's seeking the destruction of the really successful border wall, which was, even if you don't like it, was very expensive and happens to work. And let's wrap it up by saying, if you have a guy sitting behind a wall making laws with his pen, and that wall is surrounded by military, and he just keeps on writing and writing and writing, ignoring the Constitution, Congress, the will of the people, everything else, just keeps on writing. And I know he's not actually writing these orders. They're being prepared by the people who are trying to destroy this nation, handed to him, and they say, sign that. And, you know, that is the very definition of a dictatorship. I started off this show with Joe's own words on what constitutes a dictatorship. And you know, Joe, I agree with you. And with that, have an evil day.